I'm John, and you are listening to The Archive, which is normally uh, a conversation about everything one hour at a time, hosted by myself and a revolving composition made up of my uh, usual co-hosts, all three of whom are not with us this week. Uh, so instead, uh, I have taken the reins and uh, asked my uh, cohorts to supply me with some topics that I am going to address in a love-it-or-hate-it fashion uh, akin to something regular listeners may already be familiar with. And uh, uh, we have a guest archivist joining me here in the archive this week. Chelsea, welcome back to the archive. Thank you. I'm excited to be here. I'm incredibly excited to have you here. I think that you, uh, as moderator for this, uh, uh, I think you will not only provide some uh, insight that listeners may appreciate, especially in contrast to whatever I might be saying, but also uh, I'm kind of hoping that you will act as like a polygraph for me uh, and hold me accountable in my answers. Um, Tall order. It is. I appreciate you taking it on. <laughs> uh, now, I understand you have some uh, rules here. Oh, wait. Before before you do that, I do want to point out that uh, Nick, uh, you know, I was just going to like say things. This was originally just going to be me doing a monologue of stuff that I love and stuff sure. that I hate, uh, which we're still going to do someday. Yeah. Um, but uh, <laughs> Nick had the idea to make this a little more interactive. So if you want to play along at home, well, I think it, it's totally voluntary. You, you can choose if you want to play along or not. Uh, Nick has decreed that you must play along if you are listening to this. And you can do so via a link that is in the show notes. They should be appearing in your podcast app. But if you're not seeing them there, uh, you can go to thearchive.com and find the link to the uh, quiz component. Now, you are supposed to guess what my answer is. And you're supposed to do it before I start giving these answers. So you're gonna if you're if you're gonna play along, I think you should stop listening right now and go to the survey link and complete your responses, your guesses about what my answers are going to be, and then come back here and uh, and we'll find out how right you are. Yeah, I have to say I I just received these, so I haven't really gotten a chance to look over them. But I kind of wish that I. Had oh, that you through. could complete yes. the... I mean, mm-hmm. I, I'm going to have to just do it on the spot in my head. I won't say it to you. Okay, yeah, but... I don't yeah, sway you. You'll know if you got them correct or not. <laughs> oh, I'm excited. We um, we have a, a second guest archivist here. Stella, did you have something you wanted to say? No, no she's... Now she's, she's... She's microphone shy. Yeah, she uh, so you, I understand, have some instructions that you need to relay. I do. Okay, so here is how it is going to work. I have a list of 66 subjects that you uh, will not be able to see. Mm-hmm. You, you don't get to see them in advance. Uh, there's also a speed round later. But we're going to start with the 66. <laughs> uh, so if there's some you want to talk about, that's fine. We can do that. Mm-hmm. Um, but I... I love have, to talk about things that I hate. Yes, I knew that to be <laughs> true. <laughs> I have been instructed by Nick to, quote, 
Don't let him get all, I don't know if I love it or hate it. I just wonder if it needs to exist. <laughs> that's a whole different game. That's, that's going to be, that's, that's a, another episode soon to come. Well, he, he says they need answers. So all right, keep that in mind. I will. I will do that. My, my, my goal in this is to provide an immediate response, like when prompted. Like okay. you deliver the subject and I say immediately, love it or hate it. And if I feel like it needs a little bit of context, then I might add it. But it's my goal to just commit so right out of the gate. Do you feel comfortable just committing? I mean, this is just like, you know, impulse. Do you think once you say it, you'll think like, ah, actually. Well, I didn't say that I couldn't change my answer. Okay. But yeah, my my intention is not to just waffle on it in my mind before I come up with how I feel about it. I just, I mm-hmm. think it'll be more entertaining uh, if I, if I just throw it out there. All right. Wrong as it may be. Wrong. <laughs> All right. Well. No puppet. <laughs> You're the puppet. Are you ready to get started? I'm ready. Okay. I was born ready, Maurice. <laughs> All right. Here we go with subject number one. Human trafficking. Hate it. Well, that's yeah, that was kind of a softball. given. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I guess I could say it has been the. <laughs> <laughs> it has provided us some interesting movies. Indiana yeah. Jones and the Temple of Doom would not have been anywhere near as rewarding without those uh, slave kids uh, uh, overturning the the mining uh, regiment. <laughs> There's also that that season of the whole season of The Wire. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's true. When McNutty was riding the boat. I'm moving on. Okay. Okay. Subject two, women. Love them. (laughs) Number three subject, Ethan Hawke. Love him. (laughs) Love him so much. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Not second cousining that one. Ethan Hawke, I I feel like I've even talked about this on the show. Uh, I have long... uh, thought of Ethan Hawke as the closest approximation there is in uh, public life to how I would want to be perceived in public life. Mm -hmm. Like he's full of shit. And so, and I don't feel like I could hide that about myself um, if I were, you know, to be like a public figure, but I think he, he does it in such a happy go lucky way. Yeah. Um, and, and I think he's a very creative person and he's willing to take risks. And I like that. Ethan Hawke was my like young girl, mad crush love. Yeah. I mean, after River Phoenix died. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so just a little bit of trivia there mm-hmm. for you. All right. This is working out well for me. <laughs> Number four. Thanks, Ethan. <laughs> Number four is eating at restaurants. I love eating at restaurants. I can attest to that. Yeah, I think uh, there might be very few things that I love as much as eating at restaurants. Yep. I guess th- there are some exceptions to that. Okay. Um, because, uh, no, I take that back. <laughs> even even the worst circumstances when you're eating at a restaurant, I think, are memorable and life affirming in their own way. Life affirming. Yeah. I, I, I absolutely believe that, um, eating and drinking in public is one of the most life affirming things you can do. Huh? I don't, I don't know what to say to that. Neither do I. (laughs) 
<laughs> All right. We'll move on. Uh-oh. I hope I actually mean that. <laughs> Number five, Instagram. Oh, boy. There's waffling. I hate it. I hate Instagram. You've said this yes. to me before. And I have said, you're crazy. You love Instagram. You're on it constantly. I love using Instagram, but I hate Instagram. Okay. What do you hate about it? Instagram is uh, one of those things that started out for me having so much promise. It was, some, it was something that I loved using. And I, 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 it's funny because I think what may have partially changed it for me was um, trying to... It, it, when I first started using Instagram, I was simply using it as like a window into other people's lives. Um, that, and that was really rewarding for me. And at some point, uh, either because the way, the way that Instagram serves up new content changed. So I wasn't, I wasn't seeing things in the way that they were presented before, you know, Mm -hmm. when they first started off, it was Instagram would do these official posts where they would say, here are like eight people you should follow. And here's why. And they would have little descriptions about, you know, what was interesting about it. And so many of the people that I follow, I started following because of that, Uh you know, and, and they still do that. They still recommend accounts. And now it's like automated based on your interests and stuff. And maybe that's the part of the problem. It seems like there's less, there is less human curation going on on Instagram just by and large, like not even just that function, but I think even in the way that people use Instagram. It's so very passive now. Mm-hmm. Um, and they've kind of created that um, problem. And maybe it's not their fault entirely. Maybe that's part of the the fact that Facebook owns them. You know, I tried never to be one of those people who was like, um, when, when Instagram first started, it was just on uh, Apple devices, just an iOS app. And I remember when they added it to Android, there was this uproar among some people who were like heavy users of Instagram saying like, oh, now it's all over because, uh, you know, the masses are here and they're going to ruin Instagram. Uh, And there was a part of me that kind of agreed with that, you know, like I didn't want to, but I felt it. And so I had to fight the urge to assume that. Uh, And then when Facebook bought it, bought the platform, there were a lot of people who said, well, that's it. I quit Instagram. Mm -hmm. I'm done. I'm out of here, which I thought was kind of an overreaction. Mm -hmm. And I think to their credit, they have maintained much more of the original user experience than I expected them to. Mm -hmm. And at least at the beginning, when they started introducing ads, they did so in a very thoughtful way. Um, But it's just, I think over time, every part of the Instagram experience continues to be slightly um degraded Mm, in one way or another and the and the way i use it too you know is is totally different than when i started um so i hate instagram okay and it's all my fault (laughs) number six children singing (laughs) love it (laughs) i absolutely love it i hate children but i love hearing them (laughs) sing (laughs) Okay. Do you want to say anything more about that? That's it. All right. Um, we've got 60 more to go. <laughs> this is going well. <laughs> is anybody still listening? <laughs> Number seven, beachwear. Love it. 
Yeah. When I say beachwear, do you immediately think of like a showcase on um, the Price is Right? Price is Right. Um, kind of. You know what I what I immediately thought of was um, the uh, the guy who was the bartender at Cherokee Beach, mm. which was a pop up beach bar um, that operated in St. Louis last summer. Sand and everything. Yeah, they brought in a whole bunch of sand and like an old 1987 RV that they used as the bar. And the the guy who was pretty much there all the time, uh, he seemed to always be wearing like what I would consider beachwear to be, which is like, you know, uh, clothes that are at least 24 years old and um, <laughs> that's your definition barely held together yeah <laughs> so yeah per my definition of beachwear I love it it's like riverwear oh yeah but no I like I like your definition alright okay number eight Chris Angel hate I guess yeah. yeah hate you can't love Chris Angel here's the problem okay yeah hate absolutely hate Chris Angel uh, completely hammered the nail in the coffin of popular magic. Mm. I think. Okay. Yep. I've never seen Chris Angel, but that's the, <laughs> I'm going to go with that assumption. My mom loves Chris Angel. Really? Yeah. Well, let's do an episode with her. Okay. <laughs> All right. Number nine, pergolas. Pergolas are. Um, these are the like uh, pillars with like a, a platform across them. <laughs> it's an interesting description, but yes, like they're like columns structure with um, like a trellis, but in a sort of smaller uh, squared off arch um, shape. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. The kind of thing that you sometimes see used as like a backdrop for a wedding ceremony or something. Uh, yeah. Similar yeah. thing. And a lot of people use it to, you know, have them on their um, decks or grow vines mm-hmm. on, hang plants from. Uh, I'm going to go with I love them mm-hmm. because uh, I think they do uh, always make a scene more interesting visually. But they don't uh, stand uh, a ghost of a chance against like a, a full on like trellis. Well, they're more than a trellis. They are. Yeah. All right, I reversed my answer. Do you hate them now? No, I love them. Oh, okay. But, and I think they're way better than a trellis. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Do you have any insight as to why pergolas are on this list? No. Okay. <laughs> Am I supposed to? No. I'm, <laughs> I'm going to guess that this was a Nick question, uh-huh. but uh, maybe he's constructing a pergola. And Does he, he have to, a pergola? Uh, it's possible. You don't. You've been there, but you don't really know. What I don't it remember is, so. a pergola being there. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe we're getting a pergola here in the archive, and oh. this is their way of breaking it to me. Yes. Well, that's exciting. I'm on board. Yeah. Can I? Can I get like naming rights on that? <laughs> the John well, Dedeke Memorial Pergola. Well, probably now that you said you loved it, I bet if you hated it, you wouldn't get one. Would be the McMain pergola. I could see them switching it though. I could see them being like, "Well, since you like it, oh, we're not yeah. going to give you the naming rights." Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. Drew probably hates pergolas, and so this is going to be his pergola. Do you think Adam likes pergolas? Adam 
you, you can't trust Adam. Okay. We don't even want to talk about we'll Adam's move, persuasions. Move past that. Yeah. All right. Moving on to subject number 10, which is Target. Target. Oh, the store. Um, hate. Hate. Used to love, uh, hate it now. Oh, because of the Facebook bought it and it's <laughs> different. Now it's on Android. <laughs> Anybody can use it. Uh, no, I think it's just um, for a time, nobody seemed to give a shit about the shopping experience uh, except for Target. Yeah. Like most major brands did not care about the shopping experience. Um, and I think for it, it's not that target has stopped. It's just that, uh, target is not as unique as they used to be. And I don't know that they have kept step with the rising expectations of the shopping experience. Yeah. For me anyway. Uh Um, you know, I, I don't feel like I'm alone in appreciating target because it is, uh, because there is more attention to detail paid. Yeah. Um, but, and also like they've got that bullshit section now. They've always had the bullshit section. No, no. I'm talking about like the, that, that stretch of aisles. They like actually took out physical aisles and put in like little display nooks. Um, Oh, those little thematic section. Yeah. I like that. I'm not talking about the seasonal section. I'm talking about the, Sort of like the, it's like housewares. the home decor, yeah, decor section. Yeah, it seems like everything in that section does not need to exist. <laughs> oh, well, we're not supposed to be getting into that. Topic, oh, okay, so. this is, is entirely too much detail about Target. I hate Target. <laughs> okay. Why are we talking about it? All right, what if Target opened a bar? When more like all your now they're trying too hard. Store. Okay, now they're trying too all hard. All right, moving on. Number eleven, Elon Musk. Hate him. Okay, number twelve. Pumpkin. I'm As an sure. additive or a... I'm not, I don't know. It just says pumpkin. It's not like pumpkins. Yeah, so right. So I'm guessing it's... An, yeah, maybe the flavor? Broadly, I'm going to say hate. Uh, because uh, the, in the execution, it's always uh, done poorly or mostly done poorly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. What if it is done well? Like, let me give you an example. I'm sorry, I'm veering off. But like the... Pump- You're the moderator. You can do that. All right. The pumpkin latte at Lucky's. Mm-hmm. I mean, they, like, dumped, like, half a pumpkin in that thing. Yeah. Well, and I think that that's okay. But I, when I, when I have something like that, I don't... It, it's like it, it suddenly moves to a different tier. Sure, It's, yeah. like, no longer associated with pumpkin. It's, like, it ceases to be a pumpkin latte, and it becomes Lucky's pumpkin latte. You know, it takes on a whole different... <laughs> Strat- stratostrophic uh, mm. stature. Okay. Hashtag. <laughs> okay. Number 13 is Saturday Night Live. Hate. <laughs> 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 I just, um, I can never ever see myself watching it. No. I do watch it. I will watch it. Um, but. Yeah, I feel like. We watch it in clips on Sunday morning after, you know, scrolling through Twitter posts or news yeah. things about something funny that happened. Like, and, and even at that, I don't even like it. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't like it in clip form. I don't like it as the ritual of watching, you know, every week. Yeah. Um, Do you think part of that could be your 
hatred of like hive mind, like to think that there are so many people sitting around watching Saturday Night Live right now, live. <laughs> yes, as a national phenomenon, yes. If I lived in New York, I would love Saturday Night Live. Like, I would love the idea that 80 blocks away from me, there was this show being watched by millions of people all around the world. Uh-huh. I love that conceptually. And when I was in New York, the you last... The, I, I, <laughs> I did. <laughs> I watched it <laughs> because I was in New York, and I loved the idea that it was cool. being broadcast from not too far away. Um, but... Here today in the archive, I hate Saturday Night Live. All right. (laughs) Number 14 is Google. I hate Google. I loathe Google. Number 15, Jerry Seinfeld. Hate Jerry Seinfeld. I hate Jerry Seinfeld more than I hate Google. Uh, They might be kind of on par. I'm curious about this, but. I don't know that it's worth delving into. Uh, uh, there's not there's not really much substance to it. Okay. You know, yeah. I've n- I've never been very familiar with him. Uh-huh. Um, did you not watch that show that he did? No. <laughs> I watched the last episode. I watched oh, the last yeah. half of the last episode. I did know this about you. Huh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I but I I every time I see him, I have a very visceral reaction to it. <laughs> like right. I want him to get away. <laughs> Okay, hate Jerry Seinfeld, but what about number 16, Jerry Springer? I love Jerry Springer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Major soft spot in my heart for Jerry Springer. Is it because we're a little bit closer to Chicago? So, you know, and Jerry No, it's because he was a mayor. <laughs> oh. I love mayors. All, all mayors are great. <laughs> they should all Number 45, mayors. <laughs> love them. <laughs> all right, number 17, M&M's. I hate M&M's. How do you hate M&M's? Um, there's nothing to them. The, in what way? Um, also, you, if you are going to really get... I, I need flavor, right? Like, I, I admit that I am a bit... Um, uh, I don't know what the, what the right word is. Um, I'm spoiled, I guess. My taste buds are spoiled or something. Like, I, I need to have... Uh, very flavorful stuff for for me to say that I had a remarkable eating sub- substance <laughs> substance <Okay>. to be <laughs> eaten. Uh, and if you have like one M M&M, and M, you just have like nothing there. There's like it's 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 it, it tastes like you're eating a cast off M M&M. and M. It's like this is a some something that shouldn't have made it out of the factory. <laughs> but so the the only way I've figured out to combat that is to have like a handful of M&Ms at huh. once okay. and then it's just you you're just got like muck all over your teeth. I don't know. I feel like you're eating them incorrectly or something. Cuz you're like There's no right way to eat them. You can do so many things. You can kind of like crack off the shell with your teeth. You can just let it dissolve in your mouth. Yeah, and then it scrapes the roof of your mouth when you break the candy shell. No, you do it with your teeth, you know? Line it up in there. It's good good for your teeth. You know, this isn't about you. This isn't <laughs> No, you're right. This you're isn't right. what does what does Chelsea love? <laughs> what if you got M&M's at a restaurant? Would you love them then? Yeah, I would love the novelty of that. Okay. Especially if they come in like a fun pack or whatever. 
All right. Number 18 is France. I love France. I've never been, but I, I love, um, I love the emphasis on culture that permeates, uh, French, that permeates our, uh, I guess, collective assessment of France. Mm -hmm. Um, and I love their absolute indifference to our judgment of that. Like, I, I feel like, um, I, I love the way that France looks to me. And seems <laughs> I thought to you me, were saying like the country looks to looks to our leader, no. <laughs> John Dedicue. <laughs> I love my interpretation of France, uh-huh. and I love that I think they would not care that I love that. They are yeah. indifferent to me in the way that I am indifferent to many things. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, they're okay. They're like cats. Yes. France is a cat. France is a cat. That'd be a good cat name. France. Yeah, that would be a great cat name. Stella, do you want to be renamed? (laughs) No comment. No comment. All right. Number 19 is Whole Foods. I hate Whole Whole Foods. (laughs) You do hate Whole Foods. I know. I know that. But I've always hated Whole Foods. There was a brief moment in time after the local Whole Foods, the closest one to us, uh, in the central West end opened. And I thought it was a great store. You like had a, a love for a bit that yes, that physical location and the way it's laid out, uh, and the shopping experience there were all like really superb. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, uh, Amazon purchased or Jeff Bezos purchased whole foods and, um, it, it, it's, it's not like, um, it hasn't changed that physical space. I still think that's a great space, but it is impossible to not be reminded of the fact that it is now an Amazon associated entity. I think the moment that Whole Foods turned around for you or that you turned on that Whole Foods is uh, the time that you panicked in the sandwich line. (laughs) 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 It could be, you could be. Correct okay. on that. Number 20 is GoBots. I love GoBots. I didn't really pay much attention to Transformers as a kid, but I did have a couple of GoBots, probably because they were cheaper than the Transformers. Uh, but also, I was a, a big fan of GoBots because um, the toys were like a little more heavy duty to me than the Transformers. Like the GoBots yeah. were like mostly made of like diecast uh, metal, and I feel like all of the Transformers that I was familiar with as a kid were made of like cheap plastic. Oh, okay. And I, you know, I, w- I was a, a bit of an aggressive kid sometimes. I would, I would throw my toys around, especially cars. I would, you know, sling those around a lot, and the GoBots could take a beating, and like the paint <laughs> would wear off of them, so they would look, you know, really coolly worn. Mm-hmm. Um, so I didn't really have too many Transformers toys, so I don't know how they would wear, but... So they were the quality toy. No, I think they were probably the inferior toy. Oh, okay. I think most people would tell you that, like, they were the... the, the they, they were the uh, literally the poor man's uh, Transformers. Like, they were a knockoff product. Yeah. Um, but they were beloved by me. All right. Number 21 is Shawshank Redemption. Ooh, that's a... Mouthful. I'm going to go with hate. Uh, (laughs) 
I have never, I've never felt that Shawshank Redemption was original. Uh-huh. And not that that makes a difference in the grand scheme of things. Um, but it, it, it matters in how you experience something. If you feel that it is, um, uh, legitimate or not. And the Shawshank Redemption, I think appeals to people, or I, I assume that it appeals to people because they feel, uh, it resonates for them in a very real way. Like there's a you know triumph of human spirit that is that the heart of that story and, and, um, reading it or watching it, um, really affects people in a very true way. Mm-hmm. And it's just never been the case for me. Um, it was my least favorite story in that collection. I think it was in um, Different Seasons was the book that it was published in. And ev- I feel like every other story in that book is so much stronger than it. Um, and then the movie, I, I guess, the movie may have been a little bit like right on the cusp of being like one of those new classics or like, uh, not a cult favorite, but it, it definitely had its, uh, niche of followers who like swore by it. Yeah. Um, before I ever saw it. And so like maybe by the time I saw the movie, it was kind of like, well, this is, this is a, a, a very well-made movie, but it's not an interesting one. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I hate Shawshank Redemption. Hate. Number 21. I wish I had been keeping tally of the loves versus hates so far. Oh, yeah. I don't know what we're up to. I feel like it's probably pretty equal. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Maybe. <laughs> Number 22, baseball. <laughs> <laughs> Is it actually spelled that way? Baseball? <laughs> no, no. It's. Oh, if it were, if it were baseball, I would say absolutely. I love it. But since the... it's just one word, baseball, yeah. hate it. Hate it. Okay. Number 23. Jalapeno poppers. Hate. Mm-hmm. You're not wrong. No, I'm not. <laughs> I, I hate anything that's jalapeno, and I also hate anything that's a popper. Uh-huh. Oh, what about, like, drugs? I hate them. Okay. 24, yoga. I'm going to go with love on mm-hmm. this one. Um, yoga is something that reminds me of... Or, or makes me feel like we are living in the alternate future promised by the 1980s. It's like the yeah. one of the one few things that I feel like was foretold in like my youth. Mm-hmm. Like this is something that's going to be like a culturally significant thing someday. Right. And it was laughable at the time, really. You know, people who were doing yoga in 1982 were crackpots right yeah. like broadly considered like kind of um uh new new wave hippie you know nonsense and uh but it it totally fit in this continuum if you tracked it out and saw like uh the uh fanciful projection of the future that one would have assumed in the 1980s, like in the way that Tomorrowland at Disneyland was kind of a fanciful projection of the future made in the 1950s. Yoga was part of the fanciful projection of the future from the early 1980s. Mm -hmm. And so I love that it 
has not only uh, persisted, but has uh, blossomed. Okay. I mean, it's not, I can't, I, I, it's not yoga's fault that everybody else has fucked up yoga, <laughs> right. right? It's, it's like all rich white girls now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yoga, yoga is yoga. Yoga is not what people have done to yoga. Yeah. Good point. Yeah. It's insightful. All right. So <laughs> you love yoga, but how do you feel about Yoko Ono? I love Yoko Ono. Oh. Yeah, I do. I love Yoko. All right. I, I don't see like how I, anybody could hate no, Yoko. I don't either. I, I'm with you. But I think your antipathy toward the Beatles, probably, I feel like you maybe love Yoko because of this widespread idea that she f***ed up the Beatles. I mean, not. I don't think that you love her because of that, but I definitely don't think that hurts your Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I think that there is maybe no more misogynistic exemplar in popular culture than the notion that Yoko Ono, simply by being in love with John Lennon to the point that she challenged his affections for, you know, what everybody considers to be like the, 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 the assumption there, the assumption that I think people uh, assign to that notion mm-hmm. or, or the, the assumption that, that begets the notion that Yoko messed up the Beatles is somehow that this conglomerate of egos making music that somehow that was more significant and or better or more worthwhile than John Lennon having a happy life with a partner who was more devoted to him than most people at their level of, you know, popular significance Mm -hmm. ever could even hope to aspire to. Two for two here on yoga and Yoko Ono. What about yo-yos? I hate yo-yos. <laughs> Good. <laughs> Balance is back. <laughs> Number 27, YOLO. I hate YOLO. Yeah. I don't know what YOLO is, but I hate it. <laughs> I love Rolos. Rolos are so far not on this list. Okay. However, Toto is. Uh, I love Toto. Toto the band or Toto the dog? Uh, both. Okay. Yeah. Good. Froyo. If I have to pick one, I'll say I love it. Oh. And uh, I didn't even think about this, but the, Froyo is another thing from the '80s, the the future that wasn't supposed to be but yeah. is. Um, that. Mm-hmm. That I find that, and I love that you can go to a frozen yogurt stand, and it basically is like it's just a modern iteration of what you would expect from a frozen yogurt stand in the 1980s. It if is. you were like, uh, imagine if you will, let's say you're standing in a frozen yogurt stand in uh, um, in 1984, okay, and somebody says to you, "I want you to describe to me what frozen yogurt bars are going to be like." In- <laughs> Stella's playing with the list. She's like, skip down. <laughs> She's had enough of this yogurt talk. <laughs> so has everybody else. I'll stop right there. All right, all I right. love yogurt. I love frozen yogurt. Froyo. All right. Number 30, poker. 
Uh, I love poker. Okay. Yeah. Number 31, Playboy Magazine. I love Playboy Magazine. For the articles. Absolutely. Is there anything else in Playboy Magazine? <laughs> I don't think you so. You know, I, it's, I, I don't think I've ever read a Playboy Magazine. <laughs> okay. Um, I've read articles from a Playboy Magazine. Yeah. Um, you just like nostalgic porn? Yeah, I guess so. (laughs) (laughs) I bet if you'd asked me 30 years ago if I loved or hated Playboy, I would say I hated it, Mm -hmm. but now I love it. Okay. Playboy Magazine love Panda Express. Panda Express. I love Panda Express. Have have you ever eaten at a Panda Express? (laughs) (laughs) I'm pretty sure I've eaten like at least once at a Panda Express. and it was it was terrible. Call bullshit on this. I didn't say it was good. Ah, but what? I really feel like we've driven by one before, and I've been like, "Oh, look, there's Panda Express." I'm like, oh, what the hell? <laughs> I mean, what what do you love about Panda Express? It's terrible. Oh. I mean, its name is Panda Express. Well, it had a pretty That's great name. Fantastic. Isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. And for a long time, uh, when I was a vegetarian. Um, there was not a lot that you could rely on um, from a quick service uh, restaurant. Oh, here it's coming out. You're like, oh, I mean, I've only eaten there once maybe. Oh, except when I was a vegetarian. I ate there all the time. <laughs> I didn't eat there all the time, but I knew like if I were like, let's say I knew I was going to be stuck at the mall for a certain amount of time and I was going to be hungry. <laughs> Panda Express was a beacon of hope. Okay. Between two chopsticks. <laughs> Pot. I'm going to go with hate. Okay. Um, I don't know. I don't know that I need to. <laughs> no, no, you don't. Inform that anymore. All right. How about a Harry Potter? From hate. Pot to Potter. Well, I guess it depends what we're talking about here. If we're talking about the Harry Potter books, <laughs> uh, then I will say I love them. If we're talking about Harry Potter, the character, I will say that I hate him. Mm-hmm. If we're talking about Harry Potter culture or the Harry Potter franchise, yeah. uh, I would say I hate it. All right. So I think hate wins here. Yeah. Okay. Pottery. Hate. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't need to exist. <laughs> Pottery barn. Hate. Mm. Yeah. Was that on the list? Yes. What do you think? I'm just free balling here. I was going to give you credit for it, but I mean, no <laughs> exercise. Love. You do. You love it so much. Golf. Hate. Ghost hunting shows. Love. Ghost busters. Hate. Ah, well done. Really? Okay, again, if we're going to go, if, if we need to break it down here, uh, the Ghostbusters characters, I hate. Uh-huh. Ghostbusters, the movie, hate. Mm-hmm. Ghostbusters, the, the cultural appreciation of Ghostbusters, I absolutely hate. Um, that is a movie that never resonated for me, uh, really. I mean, I watched it, I laughed at it, I enjoyed it once, and that was it. Yeah. Um, and so the fact that it has taken on this, like, mythic... Um, stature and, and culture, especially even as part of like eighties nostalgia specifically, because mm-hmm. to me, it's such an insignificant player in that. 
You know, really? Yeah. Like, I mean, Goonies, absolutely. Karate Kid, totally. Back to the Future. These things are all on the same level for me as embodying a certain corner of the 80s existence. And Ghostbusters was just never part of that for me. Interesting. Ghostbusters 2, f***ing love it. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, how about the real Ghostbusters? The last one was about the cartoon with an ape in it. Too late. Your, art, your answer is already locked in. <laughs> I loved that Ghostbusters cartoon, <laughs> the one with the ape in it, <laughs> where they slid down uh, uh, a slide in order to get their gear and stuff and then landed in the car, um, which was way cooler than going down those dumb poles. Uh, so I hated the real Ghostbusters. Okay. Howard Stern. Love. Mostly because of Private Parts. I thought that was a great movie. Uh, yeah. Okay. Number 43, Green Tea. Hate. Online dating as a concept. Hate. Online dating in reality. I think I still say hate. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Do you need to say anything else about online dating? I don't know. I mean, I don't know anything about it. Like I'm not a, I'm not a good person to really assess the value of it. Mm -hmm. Um, I know people who have had really successful uses of online dating. Yeah. Um, so it's it's made a lot of people happy, and I think that's great. Um, I think it makes a lot of people miserable too. It probably does. Yeah, I'm sure you 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 get out of it what you put into it. You know, if you're <laughs> if you're willing to hashtag me too. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, I guess it's just. Um, yeah. No, it's okay. We don't have to. In the way that, yeah. like yoga was the <laughs> was a great uh thing to come to fruition mm-hmm. as you know something that was foretold i feel like online dating is the exact opposite it's like that could have progressed in a way that would be really interesting yeah and instead it feels like just very pedestrian it does like um and I realize this is your love hate. No, I like this. <laughs> you know, like in the um, teen, like kind of after school, not the preachy after school specials about like anorexia or whatever, but just like mm-hmm. fun movies, movets, yeah, movelets. There would be like um, some survey that you would fill out in your high school about like I like you know whatever reading and. I don't know what they would say. I mean, this wasn't a thing that ever happened in my high school, but then right. they'd like feed it into the computer and I'd be like a big time clock. And be like, you're matched with Zach. Oh my God. I've always loved Zach. And he yeah. never looks at me like that's exciting. Yeah. Why, why isn't online dating more like that? I think it's just a function of the fact that it, it, it came to prominence in the wrong time. You know, like if, if people had been doing more online dating, uh, and maybe they were, but just in a, in a very informal way, like in the nineties, Yeah. you know, it's like uh, the fact that it has become, it has come of age in the same way that like, or in the same time that, uh, like mobile phones and stuff. Um, I think that might be to blame. Okay. Cloning. Uh, thus far, I'm going to say I hate cloning. Bill Maher. Uh, I hate Bill Maher. 
John Mayer. Love John Mayer. <laughs> <laughs> He's a singer, right? <laughs> um, or uh, like a musician or something? Yeah, I think that. Yeah, I love him. Okay. The Mayer, if you need a definition. I do. And this is spelled M-A-I-A-R. And I have a note that it is pronounced, oh, I'm sorry, my R. My R. If you need a definition, the Maiar were near primordial spirits that descended into Arda to help the Valar <laughs> first shape the world and were later incarnated as wizards on Middle Earth. Hate them. Yeah. Sound like they might have like chain mail or something. Yeah, I hate yeah. Middle Earth. <laughs> what about Earth? Hate it. Hate Earth. Yeah. Okay. Bitcoin. Hate it. <laughs> Joaquin Phoenix. Love Joaquin Phoenix. I, I am, I, we can go back to that, but I'm really fascinated to know, like a lot of these, the progression of these subjects that were put together by your co-hosts, I can follow you and follow appreciate. Them? Yeah. Bitcoin to Joaquin, <laughs> to Joaquin Phoenix. Phoenix. I love that transition. <laughs> <laughs> um, the Dark Phoenix. I uh, hate the Dark Phoenix. Uh, I was not an X-Men the, kid. The, sorry, the, the, your face. Just, wow. <laughs> I don't think you've hated anything on this list as much as you hate the dark phoenix i hate the dark knight if that uh, much more than the dark phoenix but uh i i it was another one of those things that like uh like ghostbusters it it seems like uh people ascribe much more significance to it than it ever merited huh at least for me. I've never heard of the Dark Phoenix. The Dark Phoenix was um, in the X-Men. Um, and, uh, and again, I, I was not a fan of the X-Men, really. And so I, I only know this sort of from a distance. But uh, my understanding is that the Phoenix was this um, entity of power that um, Jean Grey took on. Uh, Jean Grey being the uh, psychic um, kind of co-leader uh, tactically of the X-Men. Mm-hmm. Um, and I guess in order to uh, to contain it, she sort of assumed it or, or, or consumed it. And so it became part of her. Oh. And it eventually took over and uh, somehow went evil, went oh. dark. And so in the storyline, spoiler uh, alert, um, her... Her both her boyfriend and her sort of um, weirdly paternal um, Professor X uh, uh-huh. father figure um, and Wolverine, I believe, who was sort of uh, like the guy on the side. Uh, they all had to kill her in order to <laughs> stop the the Dark Phoenix. I could be totally wrong about those exact circumstances, but. When she it, was dead for a long time. Jean Grey and Dark Phoenix were dead for a long time. When it went into her, was it actually Joaquin Phoenix and then it became Dark Phoenix? In which case, I love the Dark Phoenix. Good. <laughs> Next subject, Rivers Cuomo. 
I think I hate Rivers Cuomo. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Anime. I hate it. There are some examples of anime that I love, but just as a thing, just I hate it. Know. Yeah. We are at number 56. Wow. There are 10 left we're, still. We're blowing through these I'll things. Say, I'll say. <laughs> <laughs> Brussels sprouts. Love. Yeah. I I see that. The green face. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Beavis and Butthead. Love. Pluto the planet question mark? Love. Pluto the dog. Absolutely love. Yeah. Favorite Disney character. Favorite. Probably. Of the Fab Five. Yeah. <laughs> who who are the Fab Five? Rattle them off. The Fab Five are Mickey Mouse, Donald Duck, Minnie Mouse, Goofy, and Pluto. Huh. Okay. Could you, like, we don't have to do this exercise right now. No, I like it. But if you could reassign the Queer Eye Fab Five. To the Disney character Fab Five? Yeah, like who would be who? Um... Goofy is Jonathan. Yeah, okay. Um, Minnie is Bobby. Why? Um, I think probably just because um, Minnie is the only one of the five of them who really seems to have like her own specific accoutrement. Mm. So it sort of tracks that, like, she's the designer of the group. Oh, okay. Yeah. I mean, there are exceptions that, like, Mickey, you know, I I think in some of his depictions, well, they all do this. um, You know, Goofy has his Goofy house with all of its Goofy things. And um, Mickey obviously has his own stuff, but I feel like um, minis are the only ones that are like exquisitely stylized. Oh, okay. And the hat that Bobby wears all mm-hmm. the time kind of um, is is like a if you break it down geometrically, it basically <laughs> is mouse ears. All right. um, I'm going to say that Mickey is Karamo. Oh. Um, because he, he's definitely very paternal. Yeah. Um, and he, he's, he can have a good time and, and, um, be very playful, but Mm -hmm. at the end of the day, he's steering a ship, you know, he's, he's got a goal in mind. (laughs) He's literally steering the ship in Steamboat Willie. Yeah. Um, and I'm going (laughs) to (laughs) say... So that leaves me Donald uh-huh. and Pluto, yeah. and I still have Tan uh-huh. and Anthony. Anthony. Uh, Anthony is Pluto, definitely, and um, Tan is Donald. But is Tan actually Donald, or is that just because that's what's left? No, yeah. I think that could be right. I think that could fit mm-hmm. because Tan, um, to me, seems like he. He he kind of feels a little bit like an outsider uh looking in sometimes within yeah. the rest of the group. You know, um it seems like he's maybe 
trying to have a good time on the same level that they are. Yeah. And this, this mm-hmm. is just strictly at an observational level. Oh. Um, you know, we're not John's reading not too much. actually friends with. Yeah. I don't, the, I, the I haven't, I haven't hung out with them <laughs> that much. Um, but yeah, but Anthony is definitely Pluto. Yeah. Yeah. Pluto loves avocados. He does. Yeah. I've read that. Okay. Well, what about Pluto, the Roman God? Hate. Well, what about Bluto, the Popeye character? Love, love. <laughs> we saw Bluto's uh, statue. Oh, in, we did. Uh, what town Chester, is that? Chester, Chester Illinois. Illinois. Yeah, home of Popeye. Home of Popeye, and you can see all of the Popeye characters yeah. memorialized as like bronze statues. All it's over incredible. Town. Yeah, they're everywhere, and like they they like left no stone unturned. There are some really obscure characters there. Yeah, some from like the original Popeye comics. Yeah. All the major players and even some not so major players. What about Popeyes? Uh hate. <laughs> I don't think I've ever had Popeyes, but I'm gonna go with hate. Number sixty three. Plastic surgery. Love it. Love it. Why not? Good. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh number sixty four. Social networking. Hate it. I, I believe that the internet um, was at its best when social networking happened Before accidentally. Before Facebook bought the internet. Yeah, basically. <laughs> I mean, people were social without having social networks, and I think that was a, a much more valuable way of doing it than yeah. to have a structured interface for it. Like, you think before... Like chat rooms, or was chat rooms part of this? Chat rooms was part of it, although that wasn't what I was like meaning. Oh, okay. But just people, I think, found their way together for for a certain period. You could find people that um, that you shared something with online without self-identifying so blatantly mm-hmm. based on a particular interest or, or allowing something else to do it for you, you know? Yeah. Like, in fact, it, it, it worked better that way than it did to try to self-assign certain things to you. Like I went into chat rooms, uh, a lot. I would, well, not a lot, but when, when chat rooms were first becoming a thing, I would try them out and Drew actually has a hilarious story about chat rooms that I won't relay here. But um, <laughs> you, it, it, like, you would go into them thinking, like, "Oh, I'm going to have like uh, a conversation with people who have a similar perspective on things that I do on this particular thing." And you would get in there, and it would just be like um, the equivalent of like people walking into a cocktail party and just burping a lot. <laughs> like that's what yeah. chat rooms really were at least at the time. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure there were exceptions, but there were so many great um spaces on the internet like late 90s early 2000s uh pre MySpace that uh were uh real really active hives of um uh real like legitimate people. Yeah. You know, and, and like it wasn't one particular interest that seemed to align people. It was more just a collective 
um, disposition, I guess, that made all the difference. Okay. So. But social networks hate. 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 Okay. <laughs> We're down to two left. Wow. I know. I could do this all night. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> all right, number 65, hunting. Uh, hate. And finally, number 66, spanking. Love. <laughs> okay. I hope that was Drew's. <laughs> <laughs> I like that those are paired, hunting and spanking. Uh-huh. <laughs> I like that too. Now, what's this about a speed round? All right. Okay. I've got some instructions for you. Okay. For the speed round, you are to answer quickly. And there's a please attached to this. Please answer quickly. Okay. Very courteous. With either a Rob Zombie, yeah, <laughs> and or an emperor, no. What's an emperor, no sound like? The emperor, no, is uh, no. <laughs> Okay, so you need to either, yeah, or no. I like Did it. Did I do that right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you got it. All right, are you, are you ready? Ready. You've got a cat in your lap? Is she ready? I don't she know. She looks like she's about to jump on the <laughs> she computer. <does. laughs> she's going to do... She's enough of this nonsense. <laughs> Delete. <laughs> she's all full of yes. Oh. <laughs> all right, I'm ready. Okay, all right. Here we go. The Beach Boys. Yeah. Guns N' Roses. Yeah. Jay-Z. Yeah. <laughs> Pearl Jam. No. <laughs> the Bee Gees. Yeah. Metallica. Yeah. Madonna. Yeah. You too. No. <laughs> Nicki Minaj. Yeah. <laughs> you don't even know who Nicki Minaj is. is. <laughs> Chicago. Yeah. Sting. No. <laughs> Hole. Yeah. Imagine Dragons. No. <laughs> Mumford and Sons. No. <laughs> Lady Gaga. Yeah. <laughs> ACDC. No. <laughs> Aerosmith. No. <laughs> Radiohead. No. <laughs> Lincoln Park. <coughs> no. This is getting really God, Yeah. <laughs> so much hatred here. <laughs> Roaching your throat. <laughs> Phil Collins. Yeah. Grateful Dead. No. Grateful Dead. No. <laughs> and finally, Eminem. No. <laughs> that was a weird finally. That was. <laughs> uh, all right. Thank you. Thank you for yeah, doing this. Yeah, no, that was fun. What uh, an honor. Oh. And, well, and thank you to anyone who listened to this. <laughs> <laughs> My co-hosts included. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh and uh, I guess, I don't know um, if I should solicit any further um, uh, questions from creepers, if that's the appropriate uh, uh, thing to do here. But I guess if there is anything that you're wondering uh, if I love or hate, or 
if you want to know Chelsea's take on anything in particular on this <laughs> list or otherwise, uh, I think you should post it in the comments either at thearchive.com or on Facebook or on Instagram or on Twitter. That's right, Stella. The address for all three of those last is at the archive. Do <laughs> you got anything you want to plug this week? Tiki Oasis is starting soon. Oh, yeah, it is. So there have been many fun Instagram posts with the Tiki Oasis hashtag that mm. I think uh, people should look at. Yeah, especially pretty... if you're into Tiki stuff. Yeah, well. Obviously Obviously, you are. but <laughs> I, I think everybody would love that. Yeah, I think they, <laughs> they bring joy to... To anyone, even if you're not a big tiki file. Mm-hmm. So we'll put that a link to that in the show notes. <laughs> uh, I'm going to recommend a show called Red Oaks that you and I have been enjoying. Yes. Um, it's, we're only in the first season in the first four or five episodes. but Yeah, despite it's being set in the 80s and um, using that as its, you know, Backdrop, yeah. yeah. You still like it? I do. Yeah, I think it's a it's a one of the rare um, incarnations of a throwback uh, film or TV show mm-hmm. uh, where it's it it really does evoke the spirit of the products that came out of the eighties. Yeah, um, it's everything I want in an eighties. Yeah, anything. Yeah. It reminds me of all the great movies and... Yeah, without directly invoking them. Yeah. 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 Yeah, so Red Oaks, it's streaming on Amazon currently, Mm -hmm. which, as you know, I hate. Boy. (laughs) (laughs) All right. uh, Next week, I don't know what we're going to do. So, uh but that's I, I just got you through this week. It's up to the rest of those jokers to carry you through next week. But thanks for listening, and uh, let's put this in the archive. <laughs>